Hey everyone, this is Chris, and you're listening to One Cross Radio. And today we're back after uh, after another brief hiatus that I uh, I only tweeted about. Uh, so let me just kind of unpack that a little bit. And I'm so sorry that I used that phrase. I know it's overused uh, as the Dickens, uh, but it's become a go-to. Um, so uh, after my last episode. Um, which was recorded while I was away in Greece. Um, I got back and I was supposed to do uh, some new episodes. And I'll be honest, my mental health is not the best right now. Now, it hasn't been for some time, but uh, as I shared in that episode while I was in Greece, um, there had been some frustration with stuff going on. Um, And the podcast just intermittently isn't the fun thing that it uh that it was it's it's on and off being very giving but then also it's something i'm becoming very stressed out about very anxious about um at points so that's where i'm like you know what i i might need to take an intermittent break um so what i'm gonna be doing going forward is instead of just being on hiatus and being like, hey, I'm back and then I'm away and then I'm back and then I'm away. Uh, For the next while, the indeterminate while, I'd love to get back to my old bi-weekly schedule, but I'm just not there. I'm just not there right now. Um, And instead of having the podcast and the shorts on hiatuses, uh, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to say, like, hey, you know what? Going forward, um, the episodes will come when they come. Uh, my goal is hopefully at least one a month, if not bi-weekly again. But at least right now, I can't guarantee that it's going to be every every other week. Uh, and I don't want to phone in episodes. I don't want it to just be old man yelling at sky or yelling at cloud either. Um which some abandoned episodes have become. And that's where I'm like, you know what? I want to do this and I want to do this well and I want to do it right. Um, So that's just kind of where we are. So I'm going to say the hiatus is lifted. Uh, But that being said, the episodes are going to be... uh, They're going to come when they come. Uh, They're going to drop when they do. Uh, It won't ever be like two in the same week or back to back um but it's uh, i can't guarantee it's going to be bi-weekly um and then there's going to be some busy months coming up so it might be like hey you know what i'll I'll get to it this month when i can uh but i do want to keep going uh but as i'm sorting stuff it's just kind of kind of be like that so that's just to let you uh you wonderful loyal listeners know uh, what my patrons, what my uh, my patrons found out early because they they're behind the scenes, uh, so they get that behind the scenes info. Um, all right, so we're going to jump into today's episode, and this is something I often do on the shorts, and I might release the video of this, but not as, through the shorts, or I'll I'll lob this part off, and then I'll I'll do the video because, hey, I'll be honest, I'm doing this in video format right now. Um, and if you're watching and you're wondering, Chris, you're inside, why are you wearing sunglasses? Uh, it's because I have, 
a not-so-fun eye infection that's just bothering me today. Uh, so that's why I'm wearing these shades. Uh, and then if you're wondering what's with the background, well, I'm on my work computer, so there we go. I'm not recording on my work computer, but it is in the background. Uh, so that's why you're seeing some interesting stuff in my shades. Uh, so all that being said, uh, we are doing a ranked uh, a ranked filmography episode and we are going to rank the five, five official. Uh, I was originally going to say theatrical because one of them was intended originally theatrically, but then it it, it didn't happen. Um, it it ended up going to streaming. But we are looking at the five uh, official releases in the Predator film canon. And with that, I'm also disregarding the two AVP films um, because one, they're they're bad. Uh, even though they've got some cool lore stuff to them, they're still bad. Uh, but then also because they've kind of been retconned out and I, I'd still love another AVP film. In fact, I think there's it's baffling to me that we haven't had a good one yet. The premise is so simple and it works and it makes sense and there's so many good predator avp comics that i'm just like how 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 <laughs> anyways um so we are gonna go with uh we're gonna we're gonna hop in in a second now before we jump in i do want to uh just toss in my my two cents now it's gonna sound like i'm being super negative on the fan film and that's not intended uh, because, hey, someone did this, that's awesome, uh, kudos to them for seeing it through, um, but, uh, the thing that I'm going to be also doing, it is going to sound like I'm being negative, uh, and that's not my full intent, uh, but it's, it's to be bluntly real. Uh, so that's where it's going to sound like I'm throwing a lot of shade. But one of the films, and I'll get to my rankings in a little bit, um, the most recent entry to the franchise, Prey, it recently dropped on Hulu or Disney Plus if you're up in Canada with me. Um, and it has gotten a, for the most part, wonderful reception. Um, but... That being said, there since now I missed a lot of the Hubba Baloo when they announced it because I mean let's let's be real. Um, whenever movies get announced now, especially if there's a female lead, sections of the internet freak out. Um, even though there's been some wonderful female leads, and I'll argue that this film also features one. Um, but then people were originally uh, like I missed it. People were pointing out. Um, a little bit into it, like, oh, this is a ripoff of a fan film, and it's some uh, a criticism that I don't think is just um, that's that's gained some traction since its release. So I'm just going to talk about that and park here for a sec. Um, now you'll see, you'll hear me saying, like, I don't think that's uh, I don't think that's a fair description, um, and it's for a couple reasons. One, I've watched the fan film. Um, the the similarities are it's an uh, it's a native female protagonist and she's facing off against in this case two predators uh, in the fan films case 
So it's a native woman with face paint facing off against uh, predators. That's it. And before someone else goes like, oh, but that that's like really, really similar. Um, to illustrate, one, uh, with, pr <laughs> with predator stuff, <clears throat> you will see time and time again people making pitches for ideas for predator films. Some that I really love. There's been pitches for Predators in the Dark Ages. Guess what? There's a fan film of it. Uh, there's a Celtic Predator fan film. Similar timeline. Uh, both myself and Mike separately and then together have talked like, oh, wouldn't it be dope to see a, a, Predator, a Predator film take place in Viking times? Like, that'd be awesome. Guess what? There's a fan film being crowdfunded right now called predator valhalla why am i why am i pointing the to these it's because these ideas as much as they're cool are fairly common um and if we were to dive into the looks of these films chances are they would end up looking similar my mike and i did not touch base separately to be like oh hey that would be really cool it's just both of us at the same time we're like man i want to predator viking movie basically <laughs> and then we talked about it more and of course there's going to be similarities uh we did not come up with this and then later rip off the uh the predator valhalla fan film which is like i said crowdfunding right now um the other thing i want to say is like people will be like well the face paint's similar native peoples wearing face paint is common knowledge it is very common knowledge it's it's within the pop culture lexicon and it's something that's known so there's clear reasons how this could also be not a ripoff now here's where it's going to uh, i'm gonna sound really really harsh on the fan film this is an incredibly low budget fan film a very low budget fan film um, like to the point that it had, basically, I felt like I was looking at people had gotten toys from Toys R Us and then we're doing that. This isn't Predator Dark Ages, which actually seemed to have a budget to it. Um, this is called Warrior Predator. Um, I'll be honest, it's not that good. Um, and this is where it's going to sound like I'm being very dismissive, but the fan film. On its official YouTube page has existed for two years. In that two years, it has only been viewed 1,700, like, sorry, 178,000 times. That's really not that much. And it is entirely probable that the people making Prey who have had this concept gestating since 2016 that's an official releases so two years before this fan film came out prey was announced as moving forward before the release of shane black's the predator back in 2018 so that got official notice four years ago that got official notice when later that year or two years later this fan film dropped this fan film that has and again i'm not knocking it because i mean i'd love 
what I'd love 178k views or listens on anything I've done. I'd love that. Like, but it sounds like I'm belittling it, but I'm just being very real. That is a small view pool in the scheme of other fan films, trailers, whatever. It to me, it is entirely probable and likely, and I think what happened that I don't believe at all that the the people making the film Prey had any knowledge of this. I had no knowledge of this until I read about it, and most people still don't. So when you look at it, it's entirely probable that people come up with similar ideas. Uh, I pointed out that Mike, myself, and these, these fan filmmakers have. Uh, it's been something that's been pitched on countless Reddit threads and tweets. Um, these are things that are going to be common ideas. They're not going to be brand new. They're not going to be groundbreaking. So do I think that Prey uh, ripped off a fan film? No. Do I think there's any genuine honesty in that criticism when you look into it? No. I don't think that's a fair criticism. I think it's dismissive, and that's why I want to shoot it down. <laughs> okay. That being said, like, I'm not, I'm not saying you have to love Prey, but I don't think that's a fair and honest criticism. When you look into it, there's so much room for disbelief that they would just simply rip off a fan film. There's enough room there for me to be like, yeah, no, no, I, I can believe that the filmmaker, uh, filmmaker did this, like that the filmmaker had a similar idea. It's been gestating since 2016. So even earlier than this fan film, uh, and then well, well into its, its period and its production period, its post-production period. Like people have similar ideas. People have, it's, it's not going to be anything hugely new. And again, I'm not trying to knock the creator of it. Um, because fan films are what they are. Some are able to get really good budgets and some aren't. Um, and they're passion projects and I, I enjoy them for that. But I'm not going to say Prey ripped off this fan film and oh, it's undeserving. Like, no, come on. No. All right. <laughs> Especially when you see, yeah, no, it's easily, easily understandably didn't happen. Um, all right. So moving on into <laughs> the official rankings. Um... So, like I said, there's been five films. I'm going to count them down. Uh, worst to best. So, kicking us off at number five, the bottom barrel. And even if I included the AVP films in this, this would still be the bottom barrel. Is uh, 2018's Shane Black's The Predator. Woof. This flick is, uh, is awful. <laughs> like, it's just... It's straight up awful. There's not really much redeeming it. Um, I really, really can't say I enjoy much of anything about it. Um, I really, really can't. Um, like, uh, aside from, and I'm trying to find it, I'm trying to find the list of the cast. Uh, so bear with me for a sec. This shows how prepared I was. I had the poster ready. Um, so the Predator cast. Because that's actually something I do want to, I, I do want to give credit to. Um, the casting of it, especially Sterling K. Brown, 
That dude is always awesome. Always down for some Sterling K. Dude's dope. He was enjoyable. Um, Thomas Jane, always enjoyable. Keegan-Michael Key, always enjoyable. Even if what he's in is crap, like the Predator, he is always enjoyable. Livia Munn is, is hit or miss. And she was alright. She was, she was alright. But that was one of those cases of just a character being like, I can do this. Why? Because the story needs me to. Um, the movie is bad. It, to me, it's like Jaws 4 bad, where I'm like, I don't think you can get worse than this. Um, aside from it being like the Predator just being like, hey, I'm here to warn humanity, but I'm still going to murder everyone for reasons. Um the cast are just doing things. Why? For reasons. Uh, and then there's the concept of the super predator, which was done much better in Predators from 2010. Um, yeah, and then also it's like, the depiction of autism wasn't that great. Now, I'm not autistic, but from people who are, they've said, nope, that was borderline offensive. And then, of course, there's also the weird thing where it's like, nope, autism's the superpower, which was also weird. And then the ending of the movie where it's like, hey, no, the Predator brought a gift and it's anti-Predator armor. Um, there were a bunch of alternate alternate endings intended, and some were filmed. Uh, one was intended, it was going to be Dutch. Everybody, I, I'm not going to lie, that would have been dope. I would have loved that. Uh, Dutch being Arnie from the first film. Um, like, let's be real. We all would have loved that. Would it have saved the movie? Not at all. Would it have been dope? Yes. Um, the other two options, one rumored uh, and planned was it was potentially going to be Ripley. Uh, I don't know from when in the Alien timeline, because Ripley's in the future and... A predator, the Predator hadn't retconned AVP out yet. Um, so, at least the film verse timeline of the AVP films. Um, but it wouldn't have made any sense. And then making even less sense, and the one they did film, was it was going to be Newt. An adult Newt. What? It... it there's just so many baffling decisions. Now, to give Shane Black some credit, uh, apparently there was a lot of studio interference, but I don't think the story beats to the Predator work. I don't think there's much there. There is some good references to Predator 2. Um, they get Gary Busey's actual son to play the son of his character from Predator 2. So that was kind of cool. Uh, but it's just, it doesn't work. It doesn't work to the point that the novelization of it fails. Uh, and that's where, at times, you're going to come across some things that work better, where it's like, hey, the book interpreted it, uh, the the outline better better than the, the filmmakers did. And that's the case of uh, Alien 4. The audio, the audiobook, or the novelization of it works much better than the film version does. Sometimes you just need that different interpretation. Um, and I found the the audiobook of the Predator just points out its 
horrible storytelling and horrible flaws, like, even more apparent. Um, so the Predator ranks dead last. Uh, number four, and this is where we go from awful to, yeah, it's all right. It, I enjoy it. Uh, we jump to Predator 2. Uh, Predator 2 is, it's all right. Like, it's, it, it's enjoyable. It's not perfect by any means. Um, and it's got some of that late 80s, early 90s action schlock um, sequel bit where it, thankfully, to give it credit, it doesn't go into the territory that a lot of sequels do where it's like, oh, hey, well, we're just going to do everything from the last one, but uh, do it more or we got to go bigger and uh, we got to go all that. I don't or just retell the story, like redo the first one. I can't say any of that about Predator 2. Now, sure, it's a it's a predator hunting thing, but that's these stories, unless you're the predator. Um, but it, you can do them differently enough that they work. Uh, the predator taking place in the concrete jungle instead of the 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 actual jungle um, was a nice change of pace. Uh, the characters weren't as memorable as the first Predator. Um, and I, I think that's the, the thing it suffers from the most. It just, it sits there. It doesn't do enough to differentiate itself, but it doesn't just do the, the same original story. I, I peg it around Jaws 2, weirdly, to go with these Jaws analogies, um, where Jaws 2 is pretty all right. It's a good sequel. Is it great? No, but it, it, it's all right. And that sums up Predator 2. Uh, Danny Glover is dope. Um, you get Bill Paxton bringing that Pax charm. Um, and they add things to the Predator lore that stick around. Um, and this is the thing that introduced to wider audiences the idea of aliens uh, aliens and Predators keeping around. This is where you got the... Uh, the, the pistol at the end, so showing that predi the Predators had been coming to Earth for quite some time. Um, and the different setting was cool. The uh, You got it leaving alone the pregnant woman. That added to the lore. Um, it added some further tech. And then it recreated some stuff. It's not amazing, but it's all right. It's... It's a good flick. It's enjoyable. Um, it's not my go-to. It's uh, out of the ones I enjoy. It's probably the one I go to the least, but it's it, it's still one I dig. Um, it's got its flaws, but it's it's enjoyable. Uh, it's probably out of the first three. In many ways, it's the most harmless. Um, there is a lot of cocaine because you're in the <laughs> the jungle and. <laughs> Or gang, it, the the concrete jungle of Los Angeles and uh, gangs and people just snorting up ridiculous amounts of... Anyways. Um, Alright, so next up is uh, 2010's Predators. I really, really enjoy Predators. Um, and for a while, it was my second favorite, hands down. Now, Prey edged it out a little bit. And it's and it's even a leg up I give on Prey over the original the original Predator, um, and that's just because some of the stuff in Prey Prey will age much better. Uh, Predators 
it's visually fine, just like Predator, uh, but it's just some of the humor with some of the characters. It doesn't age as well. Uh, in Predator, there is some stuff, and we'll get to it, that's a little off-putting for uh, it wouldn't fly today. And that same thing with Predators. Um, now, one thing I love with Predators is that, one, the title. Uh, it's from the Aliens school of sequel, where it's like, hey, we're going multiple here. Uh, it's not just going to be Alien 2. In this case, it couldn't be just Predator 2, because that already happened. Uh, but instead of doing the number, it was like, no, instead of just a lone Predator, there are several uh, there are three predators, and they are like, in this case, they're called the super predators, or within the uh, within the fandom community of predators. So I'm just going to be clear: they're called the Yaucha. Um, and there's the classic, uh, there's the classic Yaucha, and then, then in this case, there's almost the berserker Yaucha, uh, and they are predators who don't have a code of honor they're not like hey i'm going to take off my helmet for the final battle because you've proven to be a great foe like yes they're looking for for challenges but at the same point like no they're gonna make it as easy as possible for them to kill um to to kill everybody like no it's gonna be the there's they're always going to have the advantage it's not going to be like an honorable battle um they're gonna like sneak attack you they'll stab you if you're down even if you're under threat um they're not gonna even the odds and take off the armor or any or the weapons or anything like that um they're like that aspect is cool uh they are they're bigger than the traditional uh predators they're leaner uh, they look slightly different, so the in-species fighting is is cool, um, and it's much cooler than the than the idea you got from the Predator, where it's like, hey, we're gonna take the the Berserker, but we're gonna blow him up to like eleven feet, and he'll just be like roiding out on like different DNA to make himself the perfect Predator. Uh, the other, not pun, but the other idea with the uh, the title of Predators is everyone in the film is a predator uh you're talking about like people from war group uh, like from the army from war groups mercenaries serial killers uh killers uh uh like the doctor played by <laughs> i almost <laughs> said eric foreman for grace um like he, he's a predator of opportunity he he kills people um then you've got like the death row inmate serial killer um and then people from war group like a yakuza uh mob boss from uh from tijuana um soldiers of anyways like you get what i mean none of them are necessarily good people um and they're all people who kill people they know combat they know battle they know uh, in any Adrian Brody's case, he's like, nah, I've hunted people. Um, so it's that kind of thing. So it's not just the predators, the Yaucha, but it's also the uh, the people themselves. Uh, Adrian Brody is great in the flick. I really, really dig it. it. Being on a different planet is cool. The interwarring species of predators is cool. Um, 
the Lawrence Fishburne cameo is cool. It's different. Uh, I think everybody was hoping and expecting it to be Arnie, but that didn't happen. I would have loved it if it was, but the Lawrence Fishburne idea still worked. It was cool. Um, the thing that makes it difficult to recommend is actually one of the characters where the actor is fantastic. He does the job really, really well. Um, but the character is a death row inmate guy, and there's just some lines of dialogue where I'm like, "There, these are." I've worked in social work. I've worked with people who have been affected by some of these issues, some of the things that are flippantly there. So I know that hey, you're not supposed to like this guy. You're not supposed to agree with any of the things that he's saying. But it's still like on rewatches, I'm like, ah, oh, man, that's. It's difficult for it's it's harder for me to watch the scene so that's where i'm like i know other people who would be even though the film's not intending to offend it that stuff would so that's what knocks it down a couple pegs um and that's an issue that the original predator had but i found it even less offensive um but anyways moving on number two is the most recent addition to the franchise it is prey I did not think I would enjoy this movie nearly as much as I did. Coming out of The Predator, I was like, oh man, this could be, like, they should just do AVP. That's the only way this franchise can be, can be salvaged. Um, and I was wrong. This was awesome. Uh, again, not perfect. Now, I've seen some people mention the historical accuracy, and if you're friends of the podcast and you've mentioned it, hey, this isn't at you. <laughs> I've seen other people get really, really uptight about the historical accuracy, but at the same point, uh, we are watching a movie with an alien from space uh, coming back. That didn't happen, so I'm going to allow some uh, historical inaccuracies. They're not busting out lightsabers, so... I'm good, or machine guns, or any, you get what I'm going for here. Um, the lead actress, uh, I'm just going to try to find her name, because uh, I want to get it right, uh, Amber, Amber Midthunder, uh, she was fantastic, um, then Dakota Beavers, uh, as her brother, was also, also fantastic. Uh, I thought the cast did phenomenal. Uh, to shoot down some of the stuff that was coming out originally because, unfortunately, at times, and I do think there is fairness in the criticism. Uh, now, people will get uppity when it's like, oh, no, it's a movie with a female lead? Like, oh, this is going to be blah, blah, blah. Now, of course, there's going to be people being stupid and sexist about it. Uh, but at times, it is accurate that to uplift the female character... They will dumb down every other every other male character and some of the other female characters. So she stands well and above. It's something that happens in comics. It, it also definitely happens with male characters. I'm not denying that, but I'm just pointing out that that criticism. So in that in that aspect, when people weren't just it wasn't clearly sexist stuff, I'm like, okay, no, that is an unfortunate trend that happens. Doesn't happen in this. Uh, I wouldn't say any of the male characters or other female characters are dumbed down to make Naru, Amber uh, Mid-Thunder's character, 
greater than. She still has flaws. She goes on a great journey throughout it. Uh, her brother is a fantastic character. I really just dig this flick. Um, it is very much a spiritual successor to uh, to the original to the original Predator. Um, it has references to stuff from Predator Two, which is dope um, because most of the time when people are looking at it, um, looking at it like um, Predator stuff, they're just like retcon everything out from the first one and then jump to the other and just retcon everything except for maybe Predators and just go with the first one. I like that this embraces some of the good stuff from Predator 2 uh, and references that as well. Um, the I just really, really dig this movie. Um, heck, I, I saw a Predator fight a bear, man! <laughs> like... <laughs> I didn't know how much I wanted that. <laughs> um, some of the conversations I've had with, with people about it. Now, some were like, hey, man, the, or not to me, but just like, man, that predator took a licking. And it did. Um, it did show the the predator taking, taking its lumps, um, which I kind of liked. The idea behind this movie that I don't necessarily like, but I'm down for it, is that it's the Predator's, the the Yaucha's first time coming to Earth. I don't like that because I do want Predator and Viking times with a theatrical budget. Um, but if we're rolling with it, like, then it works and it explains that it's not sure with, uh, with humans. It's also kind of cool that it's working up to them. Um, takes out a snake, takes out a wolf, takes out a bear, and then it's it's hunting the humans. Um, it also, they do a good job explaining why the bows and arrows stuff can be good weapons against the Predator. They give the Predator different tech in this, which I you can't argue requires some suspension of belief uh, because they have space travel, but they have projectiles instead of lasers. Uh, but I'm like, hey, it fires basically crossbows and crossbow bolts, and that's very. I'd buy a predator with a crossbow. That that'd be dope. Um, it also has a physical shield instead of like a, another shield. Uh, the tech is downgraded a little bit because it takes place like almost, almost if not 200. Actually, yeah, over. 200 years before the the predator we met in the first predator movie um so i like that similar but different tech it makes sense that they'd be upgrading as they go um and i think there's also room to say that hey if you're more familiar with like predator uh the predator from the predators uh like from the the comics and everything they've fleshed out these where it's like hey there's such a thing called young bloods, and it's like it's their first hunting trip to prove, like, hey, no, we, I can kill, I can, I can successfully hunt. Like, you should put me in a clan and send me out on proper trips and stuff. Um, so that also could have been that in the, in prey. Um, the one thing that takes away from the flick for me is now you've heard me in the past say I'm not, I, I don't want just senseless violence, like. But a good violent scene can be dope, and it can be awesome, and it can be well well constructed. Um, the kills in Prey are fantastic. There's some 
very artistic shots with them. And my disappointment with it is we don't spend enough time on it. Um, there's one shot where like the prey just the the predator rips <laughs> just rips through a dude. So you got blood spatter and it's in a wide shot and it's cool, but I'm like, dang, I kind of wanted to see that up close. Just because you you did that artistic kill with it. And I'm not talking like you gotta do torturous stuff. I I don't want that. But if you're if you're doing the craft of it well, then yeah, color me intrigued. I'm gonna want to see it. And they they have it happen quick. And not like it cuts away, but then it just keeps moving. And I'm like, ah, oh, but but that looked cool. I want to see the mechanics of how cool it looked. Like, slow it down. Uh, so that's like the one criticism I would have loved to see. Like, we had some really cool artsy kills. I would have liked to seen those more. Like, actually, not into the nitty gritty, but zoomed in a little bit more. It was almost like, hey, we're getting a cool fight, but it's... It's out of focus slightly in a bit away where I'm like, no, zoom in! Um, that kind of thing. So, Prey, I really, really enjoy. It is my, it, it's well-earned my number two. And it doesn't have any characters saying the same things that by 2010 you wouldn't joke about, let alone by now. Um, so that's where Prey, if you... Like, not in the sense of, like, oh, people just need to not be offended. I understand why people get offended by things. Uh, so, Prey doesn't have really anything that I could say offense is offensive. So, it is the least problematic. Um, and there is fair, fair uses of that term. It's just also overused. Um, Prey doesn't have any of the problematic issues that you could argue Predators or the original Predator does. Speaking of... My number one is still the 1987 classic Predator. Um, I will argue that Predator is a borderline perfect flick. Uh, it is it is beyond entertaining. It should be just 80s fun Schwarzenegger schlock. It, it really should and could be. But it's not. Everything coalesces for this flick. Uh, it's not just your standard Arnie commando movie. Like, it is, it is like a great borderline horror sci-fi action thriller. Um, it's got those horror elements. It's got a lot of wonderful tension. It builds up. You want this finale. Um, yes, it's got ridiculous amounts of testosterone and the most epic handshake ever. High five into handshake ever. Like, it it gave people beards. It was so epic and testosterone-filled. <laughs> the handshake and Predator had more testosterone than both... Oh, yeah, there was a third. <laughs> I'll say both Expendables films. Um, and it's it's just such a solid movie. There are a couple lines of dialogue that are that, that don't fly anymore. Uh, there's one character where I, I like him, but I'm just like, yeah, I don't. It's just 
it's not my kind of humor, but it's not enough to deter the rest of the flick for me. It's It's got a solid story. It's engaging the whole way through. Visually, it holds up. Um, it is a product of its time, but in the best possible way. I thoroughly enjoy this. I know at times, uh, even within, like, even though there's the bleed over uh, with AVP, you get some alien fans who can be quite snobbish uh, about the alien films and be like, oh, well, they're not the Predator. They're not Predator. And I'm like, when was the last time you actually watched Predator? It is a fantastic film. And on its own merits, I would say I match it quality wise with the first two alien films. It doesn't have like the same, those might be deeper thinking films, you could say. Uh, because you're looking at horror and horrible and <laughs> the horrible state of humanity and uh, <laughs> capitalism gone horrible, <laughs> all those things. But Predator, I find just as engaging as a as enjoyable as a watch as those two. Um, it works much better than it should. So. Uh, again, these are my own personal opinions. Let me know yours. Um, how would you rank the Predator movies? And why is the Predator dead last? And then, if it's not, now this is going to sound dismissive, but I don't mean it as that. If the Predator is somehow not your dead last, especially if it's like your second or first, let me know how. Because I feel like we watched very different movies and I actually want to understand. I want to know what what you enjoyed about it so much. I like I like talking to people who disagree with me. I like uh, when people like things I don't like, and maybe I missed something. I'd love to I'd love to hear it from your perspective. All right, so dear listener, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of One Cross Radio. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this visit down Predator Lane. Um, again, not to sound too harsh to Warrior Predator, I just. Had to get that out of the way. I don't think that's a fair criticism of the flick. Uh, so I just wanted to uh, to kind of shoot that down. <laughs> uh, and then talk about the Predator franchise. Because it's good to be a Predator fan again, man. Uh, and I, I got hopes for future ones, be it fan films or, or further Predator flicks. Which I gotta say, coming off of... The Predator, I was like, man, the only way I want this is as AVP. I'm not sure how else you're going to do it. Um, whereas Prey shows like, nah, you can you can do some stuff. So, yeah. All that being said, I hope you enjoyed today's episode of One Cross Radio. I hope you're staying safe, staying cool. Have a wonderful day. Take care and God bless, my friends. Peace! Peace! <laughs>